Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Promenade Media Group. As I hope everyone is aware, today marks the 20th anniversary of the 9-11 attacks on the World Trade Centers, the Pentagon, and Flight 93, which, thanks to the heroes on board, crashed in rural Pennsylvania instead of D.C. It has now been two decades since almost 3,000 lives were taken due to one of the worst instances of terrorism in world history. But this anniversary is a milestone for many more reasons. The United States' war on terror ended over the past month with the final withdrawal from Afghanistan, which drove the country back into the hands of the Taliban. Today, I will not debate the geostrategic choice of solidifying a pivot to Asia over the Middle East and counterterrorism. However, it is not highly debatable that the emerging threats from a resurgent ISIS and ISIS-K, as well as the way that the U.S.'s withdrawal will lead to a morale boost among pro-ISIS groups and lone wolves worldwide will eventually pan out in more attacks on Europe, the United States, and in the MENA region and Southeast Asia. Out of respect not only for those that we lost on 9-11, but also for the soldiers and civilians killed during the war on terror, and everyone who has or will fall victim to terrorism since, we bring you three more stories of the heroes of 9-11, who are proof that there will always be good in the world, even in the darkest of times. The first hero we will highlight is Mark Bingham, who was crucial in diverting Flight 93 once it was hijacked away from Washington, D.C. and to a field near Shanksville, Pennsylvania instead. A rugby player throughout high school and college at UC Berkeley, Bingham went on to become a PR executive based in the Bay Area and play in the West Coast's first gay-inclusive rugby team, San Francisco Fog. He was the final passenger to board Flight 93 on this morning 20 years ago, and just minutes into the flight, had to call his mother to say his final goodbyes. Along with passengers Todd Beamer, Tom Burnett, and Jeremy Glick, Bingham formed a plan to rush the cockpit door and recover the plane from the terrorists. Once in the cockpit, a hijacker is caught on recording, ordering others to pull down the plane, and it crashed into an empty field shortly after. While all 40 passengers on board died, Bingham and the rest of their efforts prevented the plane from crashing into another D.C. building, such as the White House or the Capitol building. Flight 93 was only 20 minutes away from its intended target when it crashed. The second hero is Danny Lewin, often noted as the first casualty of 9-11. Lewin was only 31 at the time of his death, but had already served in an elite unit of the IDF, went to MIT to work toward a PhD, and founded an internet company called Akamai Technologies that made the internet much faster and more efficient. On September 10th, Lewin and his Akamai co-founder had a very stressful meeting regarding layoffs until early the next morning. Despite probably only getting one hour of sleep before boarding, according to co-founder Layton, Lewin boarded American Airlines Flight 11 from Boston to Los Angeles and sat toward the front of the plane in 9B, in between two rows that had hijackers in them. While it is not fully clear what happened, many, including the 9-11 Commission itself, speculate that Lewin, who was armed with Arabic fluency and IDF military training, attempted to single-handedly charge one of the hijackers in front of him, without knowing that there was another sitting behind him. Lewin was stabbed and killed by the hijacker sitting behind him on Flight 11, which then crashed into the North Tower. Our final hero for this year is Colonel Rick Rescorla, a British man who was head of security at Morgan Stanley in the South Tower at the time of the attacks and a former paratrooper for the British Army during the Cyprus emergency as well as a U.S. commissioned officer in Vietnam. As head of security, he had the foresight to advise the company to move offices after the 1993 World Trade Center bombing. Unfortunately, that could not be done, but anticipating further attacks on the towers, he planned extensive evacuation procedures, which were practiced by employees for four years leading up to 9-11. 
Once the Flight 11 hit the North Tower, Raskorla immediately sprung into action, even ignoring a Port Authority announcement telling people to remain at their desks and began evacuating Morgan Stanley employees, even singing Cornish songs to keep them calm. After successfully evacuating the majority of 2,700 employees, Raskorla then returned to the building to make sure that no one was left behind. He was seen heading upstairs just before the South Tower crashed. Although his remains were not found, he was declared dead three weeks after the attacks. These three stories all bring to light one of the darkest days in modern history. All three heroes were able to put others before themselves and demonstrate some of the highest levels of bravery and determination that we've seen to date. In their honor, please remember to try to be someone else's hero today and do something to put more good in the world. Speaking of bravery, we also want to salute every single survivor of 9-11. For the past 20 years now, they have fought every single day for happiness and peace. The unthinkable strength, courage, and resilience that exists in all of them should be an inspiration to all of us who have had the fortune not to live through such an event. If you are financially able to, please consider making a donation to one of the following organizations. HEART 9-11, which stands for Healing Emergency Aid Response Team, is a group of first responders from New York City who were brought together by the attacks and chose to help the community through building resiliency programs and providing support to other communities that have been hit by man-made or natural disasters. They also provide stress management and resiliency training to first responders. Lately, they have aided in cleanup after Hurricane Ida. Both links, by the way, will be down below. Another fantastic organization is Voices Center for Resilience, which provides long-term support through resources and mental health care for the families of first responders and victims, as well as people who have died from 9-11-related illnesses. They also provide webinars and workshops to connect people struggling with stress-related symptoms to experts and have aided over 1,800 responders and survivors. Thank you all for listening and for taking the time to remember not only these tragic events, but also the heroes of them, who demonstrated some of the most beautiful qualities of humanity that day. We will never forget.